Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners. It's designed to get us into God's Word every single day for, oh, about 13 minutes or so. In so doing, it helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps us to stay focused on a relationship with God and to have a more positive and spiritual mindset to be able to deal with all that life throws at us every day. It helps us to stay focused on our soul and on eternity. Now, you, you know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? Who need to change the direction of their life. You do. Probably some within your own family, in fact. So help them by sharing these short studies with them on a consistent basis. Get them into God's Word. You can share by, or, or easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing today and consistently with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. What a great blessing for someone to ultimately get to heaven, and to be started on that pathway because you started getting them into God's Word through these short studies. That'll be a great blessing for them for sure, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make up your mind, make that commitment, and start sharing today. We're going to get back into our study, talking about the greatest love story ever told, God's love story for you and for me and for all of mankind for all time. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Oh, we could read over and over and over again through the scriptures, through the Bible, about God's love for us, what he has done for us. And that probably really does not cover the whole matter. But it's kind of zeroed in on, summarized in a very succinct but such a meaningful and beautiful way in that one verse of Scripture, John 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Well, we've looked at verse after verse after verse of Scripture, text after text after text, that talk about God, his love for us, being demonstrated by sending Jesus to the cross on our behalf. Romans chapter 5, verses 6, 8, 10. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, 9, 10, 16. Again, over and over and over again, and that's just a sampling. God's love for us. We've looked at this particular verse really in a nutshell fashion, telling us the greatest love story ever told, God's love story for mankind. We've looked at this verse in sections, for God so loved the world. When we think about his sending Jesus to that cross to die to pay the price for the guilt of our sins as the perfect one time for all time sacrifice, that was initiated by God's love for us. And everybody throughout all the world, for all, man, for all time, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Would you give your son 
your son's life for anybody in this world? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, sent him to that cross on purpose, with purpose, to die, to pay the price for the guilt of our sins, so that through him we could be forgiven, we could be redeemed, we could be saved, we could come to God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Well, the third part of that verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, whoever believes in him, it's not just a certain select few or even a certain select a lot of folks who can come to God through Jesus Christ or for whom God had such love that he sent his son to the cross, but that whoever, that includes everybody, everybody has that opportunity or is, is, is given that invitation to come to God through Jesus. Jesus gave the great invitation in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. He said, come to me, all you, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our faith in God and Christ is key to being able to fully experience the blessing of God's love for us. In sending, God, in sending his son to the cross to die for us. In John 3 and verse 15, Jesus said, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Oh my. Now, in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, the apostle Paul wrote, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. In other words, for everybody. In, John, in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in, in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Through faith in Christ, we can be saved through faith in him. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote to the Ephesian Christians, those Christians in Ephesus, in Ephesians 2 and verse 8, that by grace you have been saved through faith. By grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Why would God offer us such a gift? Forgiveness, redemption, salvation, eternal life with him in heaven. Because God loves us that much. Going back to John chapter 3, verse 18, Jesus went on to say, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he, does, but he who does not believe in him is condemned already because 
he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. God sent Jesus to that cross with a purpose and on purpose because he loves us so much through the death of his son, he made the way for us to be forgiven and saved and have eternal life with him in heaven. But we must believe in Jesus. We must believe in our Savior. Jesus again said in John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said in John chapter 8 and verse 24, Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins, for if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. People need to wake up. They need to recognize God's love for them, so vividly demonstrated, but they need to come to God through his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, so that we can receive the full effects of God's love for us, told in God's love story. But now, it's not just a matter of just believing intellectually, saying, oh yes, I believe in the Lord, I, I love the Lord. No, what is meant by true belief, true faith in the New Testament scriptures is a belief that is put into action through obedience, through obedience, lifelong open, active, consistent dedication. In John chapter 12, in verse 48, Jesus said, He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last days. We are going to be held accountable for living by the teachings of of God and Christ. We either are going to be held accountable and blessed for living by those teachings consistently or for not doing so. The Hebrews writer talked about the great lesson we should learn from the life of our Lord and Savior while he lived as man on this earth. In Hebrews chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, the Hebrews writer wrote, being a son, yet being a son, he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And having been made perfect, he became the author or source of eternal salvation to everyone who obeys him. You see obedience as being linked to faith there? When Jesus told the apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature or to all creation, to all mankind, he said, he who believes and is baptized, obedience shall be saved. He who does not believe shall be condemned. In 2 John, there's only one chapter in that short letter, 2 John chapter 1, verse 9, Whoever transgresses and does not abide in or live in 
or live by the doctrine, the teachings of Christ, does not have God. He who, he who abides in the doctrine or the teachings of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If we do not live by his teachings in consistent, faithful dedication and obedience, we're not walking with God. God's love story does not have the positive effect upon us because he calls us to follow him through Christ in consistent, faithful obedience, dedication, commitment. God loves us so much that he gave his son as the perfect sacrifice, but he expects us to follow him in that love, our love for him, motivated by his love for us, God's love story. We'll finish our study next time. Let's pray. God, help people to see that just spoken words that say, I love you, are not really fully love, but their spoken statement has to be demonstrated in action. And part of that action is obedience to your teachings. Help people see your love for them and be motivated to come to you in active, open obedience and commitment, reflecting their love for you. We pray this, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.